Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Yep, another day in paradise is I like to talk about anyway. What a powerful lineup we have today again for all of you. Um, I want to just, uh, Benny, one thing I want to just give everybody a heads up. Uh, yes, uh, to answer to your question, and I, I actually got a couple of messages about this the other day. It is our 10th year anniversary for Transformation Talk Radio. And yes, we are planning an entire year of celebration. And each month, we're going to have a special offering. Uh, Benny, I don't know if you remember this, but once upon a time, we used to give out iPods each month. And I don't even know if we even call them iPods anymore. Uh, um, they are still called that, yes, but they are no longer manufacturing them. Exactly. Right. And so somebody actually asked the question, will we go back to that? And the answer is yes. But we're going to bring it uh, new school. So we're not going to go kick it back old school because I think I'm the only one on the planet that actually owns an iPod now. Um, <laughs> That's not true. It, I still play with my uh, Apple iTunes software here for your shows uh, and all the other shows here as well because I just like the platform. I oh still have gosh. an iPod and an iPod shuffle that works uh, still flawlessly. I'm still happy with them. Yeah, is the shuffle the little teeny thing? Because yeah, I have the, the little teeny blue one. Yeah, it's a little is guy with it? a clip on it. Yeah, for like more working both. out and stuff like that. I I actually have both, and I actually brought it into an event the the other day, actually to table tennis, and somebody said to me, "Is that thing still working?" I said, "You gotta please talk yeah. nice about this." I'd rather use okay? that though. I'd be afraid of dropping my like nine thousand dollar phone on the floor for if I want all your music. Oh, I, I can deal with a couple God. hundred dollars for a shuffle or an iPod. I mean, yeah, that's I'm, it. Oh that's God. what I'm talking it's about. Same, anyway, my phone <laughs> is the size of my computer, so I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, my gosh. And yes, the answer to all of your question is, yeah, we're celebrating big time. You're going to start to see some information come from us. And the other question, Benny, was uh, that one of our listeners, and I don't know if it was Susie or not, got back to me and asked about the Dr. Pat show. And she said, well, wait a minute. The Dr. Pat show, I thought that Dr. Petra has been on air for 16 years and she asked about our, am I celebrating 15? And I said, well, kicking it back old school, we used to be crust busting your way to an awesome life. So crust busting has the original date of airing in 2003. The Dr. Pat show took a lot longer to give birth to that thing. Thanks to all of you. But there you go. That's our update for today, Penny. And thank you all for listening, and thank you all for getting a yeah. hold of us. I mean, the uh, birth of one big baby like your network, I mean, it's whoa. got a lot. You know, I'm just saying. That I'm just is saying. Like, just saying. What would you call that? Is that like having <laughs> uh, when you have uh, – what do you call it when you have five kids? What's that called? Uh, not a quintuplet. Centuplet? Right. Centuplet? Yeah. So it's one of the – that's what that <laughs> – ouch. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the best way to put it. Exactly. Right now. Woo! Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, everybody, look, we got a great show for you today. One of the things I love is, you know, I love the people that I get to talk with. And I love Sarah. Um, we've been working with Sarah and Sarah Scarlett for, um, my gosh, for as long as the show has been into effect. And I always love how we get a hold of and connect with people that are bringing a conversation that is so relevant in the world we live in today. You know, today, I am so thrilled to introduce all of you, and many of you already know Heather Ashamara, so you probably already know who she is. But not only is she part of what I call a movement, but it's part of an essential movement. When you say the word warrior, and then you say the warrior 
goddess training or then you say the warrior goddess or the warrior heart practice when you say that word warrior heart warrior i'm like a warrior heart what do you think about do you think about wonder woman or do you think about something else do you ever think about yourself that's what i want to talk with her about today that is her new book and one of the things that i think we're all being called forward to do is to get moving, get fully expressed, and understand that we are here to transform any of the quagmire ideas that may be going around in our head, the state of confusion, or better yet, the place of absolutely staggering immobilization And when you are at that place, it is hard to be a warrior of anything. Today, I'm thrilled that we're going to talk with Heather Ash about this, but also about much more. You know, this is a a woman that has stepped out into the world and has not only connected with what is essential for us to live in the modern times with ancient, ancient teachings and wisdom, But how do we take that guided wisdom, bring it to where we are today and understand that beyond knowing how to wake up in the morning and put our shoes on and get ready for a job, that there might be something else for us to do and that every single person on the planet has the ability to do it. That's why I can't wait to talk to her about this book. Heather Ash, it's great to have you. Thanks, Dr. Pat. Great to be here with you. Um, we have the best listeners on the planet, you know, and uh, it's interesting, too, because in the world that a lot of people live in when they they do a broadcast, sometimes you don't hear from your listeners. But most of the time, if you're us, we do. Um, and one of the things that we've been hearing, and I want to ask you directly about it, is we've been hearing the question, how do I show up, become more present, and become a change maker in the world. And I wanted to start out and talk with you about that. Because if we're going to practice something, there's a part of us that has to remember how powerful we are. Can you talk about that for a minute? Mm, I think you're so right. And that's something I'm really passionate about is How do we move beyond feeling paralyzed and overwhelmed by what's happening in the world so that we can center into ourselves, really listen to what is my to bring forward, what's my action, and then act out of clarity. And in order to do that, we have to be willing to pull our courage, which for me is that warrior part of ourselves, our power, our clarity, our commitment, as well as our compassion to bring the heart in, to learn how to open, to learn how to receive, to learn how to trust, and to bring both of these qualities into our life so that we can move forward from that place of power and that place of compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, The warrior heart. I want to ask you, what is the essence of a warrior heart? And, I, and here's the interesting thing that I want to ask you about. Has it changed? Have we redefined it in the current times we've lived, we live in now, Heather, Heather Esch? Have we, have we redefined it or do we have to redefine it? I think that the, the essence of being a warrior of the heart is showing up and being completely present with what's happening, not with what we wish was happening or what we think should be happening. And also to step out of the place that we're comparing ourselves or thinking that we should be different or being judged, feeling judgmental or victimized by the world. That place of presence has been true about being a warrior of the heart, I think, for a long time. And yet the world has changed. The world has become a lot more complicated. So we're living in times where the amount of information that we're receiving, the amount of stimulus is huge. And I talk to so many people that are feeling the weight of, I don't know what to do, there's so much, and are feeling buried by the amount of information. 
And so that means that it's even more important for us to stay in our center, to stay in our clarity, and to listen to what's our piece to bring forward into the world. Because I feel like all of us have gifts that we're here to bring. And when we're not sure what our piece is, we feel confused, we feel out of purpose. But the moment that we settle in and listen, we can find that clarity and that focus again. You know, I did a very brief introduction of you. And, you know, one of the things I love is I love when I get to talk with somebody about the essence of how they get where they are or how they've gotten where they are. You know, uh, you are the author of The Warrior Heart Practice and much more. And this is a practice. And, you know, when when you go through the book, it's really clear that what this is about is helping so many people get beyond whatever that thing is that's holding them back. I got to ask you this. When I think about you and I look at everything you're doing, I just watched a clip on Facebook of you at the Toyota place, right? (laughs) I thought that was so cool. So one of the things I love is when I think about things and I think about the world we live in, I would love to know for you, what challenges did you have to overcome to not just bring you to this very moment, but to write a book like this? And if, in fact, this book changed you. Mm, It absolutely changed me. And, you know, when I wrote, I wrote a book called Warrior Goddess Training. And when I was writing that book, I was going through a really incredibly difficult divorce. And Mm. it was one of those really messy situations where my husband and I were life partners and business partners and teaching partners. Yeah. So we did everything together. And my husband fell in love with my teaching partner at the time. And it was very messy. And so the heartbreak after that and the amount of healing that I needed to go through was immense. And there was a moment in my life, you know, here I am running this huge organization and teaching to a lot of different people. And there was a moment where I thought, you know what? I just need to get over this and like attend to my community. I just need to get this behind me and show up for everyone else. And I felt into that and I realized if I do that, if I just shut all these emotions down and just pretend everything's fine and move on, I'm going to be really not serving myself. I have an opportunity to clean up something from the past because I could feel this. it was something really old that had been brought up to my awareness to heal. And so I just made a choice of I'm going to go through this, no matter how messy it is, no matter how long it takes me, I want to go through to the other side. And that commitment to myself to go through a difficult situation rather than go over it or avoid it or go around it really changed my life. And I believe then created the space for me to bring in something like the warrior heart practice. Yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, I am super jazzed to talk with you about this because, you know, we now have some information, at least, Heather Ashley, at least the information that we talk about on this show, probably not anything that you're going to go to the doctor and find out about. But we now know the impact of emotion if we don't address it, if we don't face ourselves, if we don't face our lives. We now know that. You know, I I don't know if you heard me refer to the first name of the show, Crust Busting. But that (laughs) was, (laughs) isn't that the coolest thing, right? We're actually going to be bringing it back. But I was at the lowest point in my life, one Mm -hmm. of the lowest points in my life. And yet on the surface and in the outer world, people looked at me and they're like, what the heck is wrong with you? You just finished getting a degree. You've been honored for the degree. You should be working for a Fortune 50 company with some high-paying consulting job. And I couldn't explain it. Mm. And one of the things that I want to talk with you about today uh, when we come back from break is just because on the outside we may be looking all cool it doesn't mean we are a ton of crust on the inside. And when we come back, it's clear to me after reading your book, The Warrior Heart Practice, that the practice and the exposure that I got almost in a similar way had to kind of crack me open so that I could let things come out. When we come back, 
I want to talk with you about how the warrior heart may get a little bit wounded, but still keeps beating. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. We have two copies of this fabulous book to give away today. But also, y'all need to know a lot about Heather Ashamara and what she does to teach people, help people, mentor people, speak with people on how to remember that light that's within you. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit Dr. SharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. For more information about me, Dr. Pat, go to the drpatshow.com um, and transformationtalkradio.com for sure. Um, I want to make sure that uh, those of you out there, I am here with Heather Ashamara, but I want to make sure that not only will you get a copy of the book, we're going to give two copies away today. But I wasn't kidding when I said that if you go take a look at Heather Esch's website, you're going to find a number of ways to step into what I call the portal of transformation. Um, Heather Esch, take a moment and let's give people the website and just tell folks a little bit about what you've created for them. Mm, the website is heatherashamara.com. A lot of resources, the a lot of writings, a lot of online classes, some free audio and video, and just tons of resource there. So there's a, a lot to dive into. Awesome. And Benny, let's go ahead and give a copy of this book away, if we could, for one of our fabulous, fabulous listening folks out there. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. 
2819. Um, one of the things I was looking at here is that, you know, as I finished reading the book, one of the things that I realized is that, you know, roadmap is probably not a good term, but there are things that you, you take people on a journey with where you allow for folks to go through almost as if they were taking a trip. And the trip is the exploration of one's life, maybe. But you created something here that not only has us look at our past, but shows us what the stories are. Talk about the four chambers, if you would. The four chambers are based on the four chambers of the heart, just this idea that you don't say about your heart, I like my left ventricle the best. Like, you know, <laughs> your whole heart's really important. And so it's the same thing with the chambers. They're all important. And what we're learning to do is separate out the pieces to clean them up, to bring them back together again. So the first chamber is called the feeling chamber. And the question is, what am I feeling? Which is separate than what you're thinking or what the story is. So again, we're learning to separate out the pieces when you're in the feeling chamber, you're simply looking at what am I feeling? Where do I experience that feeling? So if you have anger, where's that anger in my body? If you have anxiety, if you have fear, and you're just breathing into it, you're not trying to understand it or explain it or fix it. You're just being with the feelings. And the second chamber is the story chamber. And the question in the story chamber is what am I telling myself? What's the, the story that I have going on in my mind? And so you're, you're really looking to turn and face the thoughts that you have about whatever the situation is and be honest about what you're thinking. So I, I think of this as be willing to be messy, definitely crud busters. Be willing yeah. to go into the story chamber and don't make it better or try and like justify, just be in the mess of it so you can see what you're telling yourself. It's really important. And then the third chamber is the truth chamber. And the question is what's true here? What can I see is true? And most of us go into the truth chamber, write a better story and call it the truth. So I really work to help people to ascertain the difference between a story and the truth. And so the truth is very simple. It's one sentence with a period. And when you get to the truth, there's a sense of openness or relaxation or knowing in your body. There's a yes in the body. Okay, that's true. There's a sense of relaxation that happens, even if you don't like the truth that much. <laughs> There's still yeah, this. Yeah, that's idea. right. Yeah. Right. And then the fourth chamber is the intent. And that's one word. What do you want? What do you really want in the situation? And not how do you want the other person to be or how do you think the world should be? What are you willing to bring back into the situation? What one quality? So you pick a word, love, compassion, presence, play, can be any word that's your North Star, that's your focus. Wow. And then you circle back through the chambers. So then you take intent, truth, go back into the story chamber to see how else can you perceive the story? How else can you I like to think about it, be the, the hero of your story or the heroine of your story rather than the victim or the judge? And then we always close the practice in the feeling chamber to come back to your body back in the present moment. So that's a quick overview. Well, I'll tell you what, the reason I asked about it is because I went through this, you know, as I was reading the book, I really took it to heart. Um, and uh, the word that I came up with, you know, what you just described is what is the word, right? Yes. And the word that popped in uh, for me, once it popped in, I tried to have it not be the word. Have you ever done that? <laughs> Probably not you, right? Yeah. Right? Are you like, oh my gosh, I just did what Heather Ash said to do. No, not that word. Do I get to pick another card? Um, but what I realized about it as I went back in the book to get ready for today is you and I had a similar experience in 1999. Now, my experience wasn't exactly like yours, but in 1999, my mentor, who I went on vision quest with, was part of her co-counsel to take other people out on vision quest. We were on the verge of bringing this into organizations. In 1999, 
she suddenly passed away on a trip that I was supposed to be on with her. And I noticed in 1999, you had a similar experience where your mentor, well, well, that's my word, but Don Miguel, who I've interviewed and had on the show and very influential in my life, did something similar for you. And I want to ask you a little bit about that because when we lose something we think we absolutely need, we don't necessarily believe we have, and I'm going to say the word that came up for me, the power, because that's the word that keeps coming up for me everywhere. We don't think we have the power to move forward. How did you go from that moment when you heard those words from him to becoming the person that you are today? Well, at the time, it was devastating, and I'm sure it was the same for you to lose someone so dear and close to you. And that was my experience as well, is suddenly everything opened in my life, but not in a way I wanted it to open. Like I suddenly didn't know what I was going to do next because the trajectory of this person that was holding my hand, you know, in such a beautiful way, Miguel is an incredible mentor, had basically suddenly let it go and said, fly, go, go onward. And I knew in my body that I, it was time for me to leave. And I was like one of the most devoted students and like did everything. Yeah. And it was so clear that this was a window that I needed to fly through and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I was willing. And it was a beautiful process. It was, it was bumpy for sure, but because of his, I, I look back now, wisdom to break the old form and to free us, it allowed me to find my feet. It allowed me to use the teachings in such a way that I started experimenting with what works for me, what works with my students. I started uh, an organization that was uh, called the Toltec Center in Berkeley. And I then had another organization in Austin when I moved to Texas. And it was an incredible gift looking back at the time. And I see that to be so often true that the things that feel the most devastating or the most tragic often have incredible, unleash incredible resources within us that we didn't even realize were there. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I went back to read this book and I read that. And it's so funny that out of all the pages I really got stuck on was that story. And initially, and, and maybe we, we can talk about this when we come back, because my sense is that you can go through some of these chambers. As a matter of fact, if you really do the practice that you've outlined, going through these chambers doesn't necessarily have to take long. At least this is my experience, because when I read the book and I literally explored doing this myself, and I got through, I I got through the story chamber, and I and I got through the heart chamber, and but and I I got through right story chamber, I got through the feeling chamber, and then I got to the truth chamber, and one of the things I I really got stuck on was exactly what I said. Well, the word popped up again for me, and I wanted a different word, and when Sidonia passed away very unexpectedly the same year something happened and the question mark then becomes for us and i'd love to talk with you about it when we come back what happens when we enter the truth chamber if we haven't authentically passed through the others what do we face when we get to this chamber and as a friend of mine said Heather Ash, friend of mine said to me, Sedonia said to me a long time ago, if you are truly seeking the truth, make sure you eat breakfast. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back, everyone. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out 
go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Are you meeting your sales goals? Or maybe your business plan could use a dose of the divine. Tune in to Divinely Driven Results with faith-based business coach Elise Smith on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Coach Elise Smith helps listeners get unstuck from their business plateau and become empowered through divine guidance. Build up belief in yourself and your dreams and learn business strategies that work for you for real lasting results. Learn more by visiting www. DivinelyDrivenResults.com. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul-stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I'd like to give a copy of the book away. Uh, 1-800-930-2819, The Warrior Heart Practice. And I want to just say to everybody that during the break, uh, Heather Ash and I were talking about this because I, I literally read the books. I go through the practice and I am really shocked at the moment of what has been coming up. And I want to say to folks out there, first of all, <clears throat> This isn't just a book that you pick up and read. You almost feel like you are right there with her in writing this. I mean, here's what I, listen, when I got here and I started to read about intent and the truth, and I start to read this, let let me just read it. So this this is it, this is the thing that got my attention. Well, it's actually one of the things, but it's not everything. There was a part of my little soul that felt like she was getting punished. I mean, really having someone I was wanting to partner with, fall in love with someone else right in front of me. Yeah, that person. Again, what kind of cruel joke was this? But instead of following that old, worn out and depressing story, I kept going back to my intent and the truth. Each step, I thought, unconditional love, I get to choose. Unconditional love, I get to choose. Unconditional love, he gets to choose. Unconditional love, I get to choose. And then another realization struck. The universe loves me so much that it was giving me a friggin' PhD in letting go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because, you know, this is just, I just, I, I hope you didn't mind I read from your book. Absolutely not. That okay. It's such a okay. great part of the book. <clears throat> Raw but and real. It is so real. And we have got to 
And this is what I want to ask you. There's something about the energy of 2020. Maybe it's because I'm a quadruple Sagittarius and I have four planets in Capricorn and people tell me it's Jupiter and I don't know. But we have got to do it or get off the pot. That's my feeling. But we don't have the practice to help us. And I just wonder how you knew that we all would need what you wrote in this book to deal with where we are today, Heather Esch. I feel like something much greater than me knew we were going to need this practice. Oh, boy. And I happened to be a vessel, and it dropped in. Truly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I this book has been so... This is my eighth book, and this book has been so different than all of my other books. I love my other books, you know, dearly. And yet this one felt like something so much bigger than me that was needed for humans, for all of us. I mean, I use the practice all the time. I, I share my stories through the book because I really want people to understand it's not, it's a practice. It's not called it the warrior heart finish. It's the warrior heart practice. <laughs> we need to do it over and over again. And I do believe in, the, in these times, we need tool, really good, simple tools to help us to clear so that we can be vessels to allow our intuition and our guidance and our presence so that we know how to act in the world because it's complicated right now but yeah. we need more warriors of the heart yeah and this book by the way is available oh give up to your website again and let folks know where to get the book because i i gotta ask you a question about the book and the book title but before we go there go ahead and do that if you don't mind the website is heatherashamara.com I'm also on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram and all the places. And you can get the book pretty much anywhere, online or at your local bookstore. And do you do this ask a question thing? Oh, I do. So you, Don't you do that? Because yeah. I was watching you and I was like, oh, my God, we used to do that. That is so brilliant. We got to bring some of this back. But I just love that. Yeah, yeah. Most Mondays I try and do Ask Heather Ash and just open up to questions that people have. It's been really fun and engaging. And Yeah. Yeah. And get, by the way, I get to ask you a gazillion questions today myself. So there we go. Uh, okay. Listen, here's the question I want to ask about the book. And then I got to get to the intent chamber. I got to get there because this thing just like stopped me dead in my tracks. Um, did... Th did the I, I can imagine the publisher giving you like a hard time about the title. So here's what, okay, this is my fantasy now about you, right? I can imagine you saying, yeah, this is about the warrior heart practice. And they're like, no, it should be about the journey. Maybe you should put it about the warrior heart roadmap. Did any of that come up or did they just say, let Heather Ash do whatever she wants? They actually were great. I, have, I love my publisher and yeah. he was incredibly supportive and he got it. He's like, it's okay, a practice. Good. Yeah, yeah, he really yeah. got it. Yeah, because I'm all about this year is all about active and yeah. action. Yeah. Okay, by the time I got to the intent chamber, and I do want you to talk a little bit about this. I found that I started to apply the practice almost in the moment. I'm not saying that I was thorough but I started to apply it. Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't, I don't think I'm expressing myself very well, but it didn't take me five weeks to get it. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. as easy as I'm making it sound. And I got hung up in the intent chamber. Can you talk about that for a minute? <laughs> ah! Yes. It is a really simple practice. And I, anytime I share the practice, I mean, it's, I'll be in a taxi cab with someone and they'll be like, yes. what do you do? And I'm like an author, what do you write about? And I'll share the practice really briefly. And they'll be like, where's, when's the book coming out? Where can I get it? Because it's so immediately makes sense of how important it is to separate these pieces out, to clean them up. The intent chamber can sometimes trip people up because a lot of times when we are stuck or we're confused, we're not clear about what we want. We're so busy putting our attention on the other person and what they're doing or blaming ourselves or feeling bad that we actually sometimes have no idea what we want. And that can be a, a kind of like, er, what? I have to pick where I want to put my attention, but it's out there or it's, 
it's over here. It's like, no, it's inside of you. Pick one word. Where are you going to put your attention? Picking that word is an act of power. It's an act of clarity. And it's you taking responsibility for what you're going to put your energy behind. And so for some people, it can be challenging because they're either it feels so overwhelming that they don't feel like they deserve to pick a word or because they've given their power to everyone else. And so there's a fear of like me stepping into that quality, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's a huge gift. Yeah. I've seen people just change things so quickly the moment they get clear on this is what I want. Yeah. You know, I got to say this to you because you've given me a tool. I'll tell you what the tool is. I literally live my life not knowing what I don't, not knowing what I don't know. I mean, I have always lived in this place. Some people say that's why I'm really good at doing radio because I am genuinely interested and curious because I don't know. I see myself as a student in so many ways. And I got to the part here in which I didn't expect to find in the intent chamber. And I want to talk about it for a minute, the power of it. The wisdom of not knowing. I have to tell you, I did not expect to find that in here in this part of the book. But I get it now. Can you talk about the wisdom of not knowing and what this means in order for this practice to work? Hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a contradiction, but they (laughs) they totally go together. So working your intent, there's two pieces to it. There's getting clear about what you want and committing to it. And there's letting go and trusting the process and not knowing how is it going to manifest. Where we get ourselves in trouble is we can set an intent and then say, oh, and I know what this is going to look like. It's supposed to go like this. Right. And that's where we are trying to insert ourselves into what I think is the universe's business. There's a larger force moving through all of us. I talk about it this way, that there's intent with a little I, which is our personal intent, the power that we have. And then there's an intent with a big I, and that's life force moving through us. One of the best ways to describe it was uh, Elizabeth Gilbert did a show about creativity, and she's talking about a woman who is a poet, who is also a farmer. And the woman said that she would be out in the field and she would feel a poem coming towards her. And she would run, put all her tools down and turn and run to her desk as quickly as possible to sit down to be ready for when the poem hit so that she could write it down. And she said there were times she didn't get back to her desk and she could feel the poem go by and somebody else would pick it up. And I felt that way with the warrior heart practice. I just happened to be open and this particular larger intent came through me. And if I didn't pick it up, somebody else would have. And... But there's also then the surrender. You know, I know this is an incredibly important book, but I've had quite a journey bringing it into the world and like multiple places where I had to go, I don't know, I have to let it go. I don't know what it's supposed to look like. And if I hadn't let it go and trusted there's a larger process at work here, there's a larger intent, I need to get out of the way of it, then I would have caused a lot of suffering and probably slowed things down tremendously. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, when I think about this and just reading the book and getting ready to chat with you today, I was totally filling in a lot of blanks mm-hmm. that have really been heavy on my heart yeah. in, in a lot of ways. You know, like, for example, what is it about our crowdfunding initiative for AI for the Soul that I'm not doing? Why am I not doing it? Am I trying to have everything line up perfectly? And then I get to the part of the book where you call, can you believe the things I'm picking out? Here we go. Ready? I love it. Not doings. Then I get to this. And I remember when I was in HR sitting across from Gloria Steinem, which many people don't remember, like who's Gloria Steinem, but I remember sitting across from her at a, at a lunch, HR lunch, just after we brought her in to talk. And I wasn't supposed to be at that lunch, but Linda gave up her seat. And I remember her looking right at me, of course, and 
and just looking at me and saying, are you going to do something outrageous today? Her book was about that. And then I'm reading this, and I remember how I'm not doing that. And I remember this. And here, here's where you go, right? And you talk about not doings, right? To use not doings to strengthen your intent, ask yourself, what unusual, unpredictable action can I take that will help me to embody my intent more fully? Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because when I got to that place, I literally could step in to almost the rest of the book about expansion, about, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and so I want to ask you about that. It's a short part of the book, but man, that's powerful. It's an incredibly powerful practice. And that's one of the reasons I love the Toltec work so much is that yeah. the the exercises and the practices are life-changing and super simple and that's a super simple one so a not doing is an action that you take that has no reward that you're willing to put a hundred percent of your energy behind it and then let it go and it's also designed to break up old patterns and habits so simple not doings putting your clothes on in a different way or wearing colors you would never wear or digging a hole and taking a lot of time digging the perfect hole and then filling it back up again it's things that your mind goes what but what it's teaching you is to be a warrior of the heart to show up 100 percent with your action and then let it go they're genius they're actually brilliant and it also teaches you to take courageous outrageous actions just to do them, just to break up any stagnation or fear that you have. Yeah, so much so that what I thought about was, and this is, maybe you can kind of bring this home by what I'm about to say. I so thought about that and I started to pick things that were very safe. And then I realized that is not what Heather Ash is talking about. And, and I don't mean doing anything crazy, right? Yeah. You know, I've, I've done skydiving and a whole bunch of other things like that. That's not what I'm saying. And I asked myself, what is the one thing today that I am not doing? And it came to me. And then I asked, what if you were to outrageously today, Pat, put up your website, AI for the Soul? Don't worry about how it looks. Don't worry about what's lined up. Don't even worry about what it says. Put it up. Mm. Be outrageous putting it up. You know, maybe do it in a way you've never done it before. And I just thought, I'm going to do that. Beautiful. Now, you may not think that that is a thing out of the box, but I have been dragging my feet, Heather Ash, on this for yes. like, it's not going to be good enough. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to... Oh, my gosh. I think my head's going to explode from all of that. But isn't this, though, the key to actually having this practice work? Because if we can't step out, even if it's something simple, right, even if it's something unusual, like for me, I play table tennis. And one of the things I thought about, why don't I play with my left hand next time I play? I mean, just weird stuff like that. But isn't that what you're talking about to really help us know that we're going to be okay no matter what we do? Absolutely. To break the patterns, to try new things, to get out of the boxes we put ourselves in that we don't even realize we're in a box. That's what the not doings are for. And they stretch us in such beautiful ways. You know, this weekend I'm going to a haiku workshop, which... Part of me is like, why am I going to a haiku workshop? I'm writing a book. Like, I don't have time for a haiku. But I know it's going to be a really amazing experience. I want to go with you. Put me outside of my box. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I love that. You know, so I'm sure that I'm going to have you come back because, first of all, the hour goes really quickly. But I really want to talk about how what you've created here. It's more than a practice for people that have been longing to really do something in the world that don't think they're good enough to do it, that don't think they're self-worth. Maybe they don't think they have the credentials. What I love about what you've created, it's for everyone. It doesn't matter where you are in your, that's why I created crust busting. I was like totally depressed. I thought I was a loser, but here's what I want to ask you. 
talk about what's possible. What are people saying that are doing this with you? Mm. It's been remarkable what has happened doing work with people around the warrior heart practice, whether I'm doing sessions or, or teaching people in a group or just from people reading the book. I've had people that have had really difficult life experiences that felt really held back by their past within a half hour of doing the practice, have a completely new direction and purpose in their life and understanding of how to hold themselves. We've found that people that have chronic illnesses get into a different relationship with their bodies and find healing. That people that have been really struggling with relationship issues suddenly understand, oh, let me take responsibility for this piece and, and figure out what's needed in order to break the, the knots that can happen. So it's a super simple practice and it has profound results in a lot of different areas, both with the little tiny like day-to-day -day frustrations, but also with the large tangles as well. So I'm really excited for people yeah. to deepen into the I can't thank you enough for today. Mm -hmm. um, would you please give out the website? And then I do have one last question. I want to know what your personal message is, what you'd like to leave us all with. But first, tell folks how they can get the book and find out more about you and the Warriors of the Heart Circle, all of the above. The website is heatherashamara.com. The best place to start is a button called Start Here up at the top of the page. And my message, I would say, and you can buy the book pretty much anywhere, online at your favorite bookstore, that we're here, we each have really important gifts to bring to the world. We have really important actions that are meaningful and critical, that are needed. And so for me, this practice about helping us all clear out the gunk that doesn't serve us so that we can be vessels and allow that higher wisdom guidance to come through us so that we can live our purpose. And that doing that is about cleaning up the past, cleaning up the old agreements and beliefs, and also doing more of what we love, yeah. bringing what we love into the world. I'm all in. I am all in. Uh, and I can't say enough, folks, if you go over to Heather Ash's website, there's so much here. There's, you know, whether you're not sure about where to begin, because 2020 is that year. 2020 is the year. What do you think about that, Heather Ash? I absolutely agree. It feels like it's a, a critical time yeah. for all of us individually and collectively. It is. Let's do it together. Heather Ash, everybody. Heather Ash Amara. The book, as I said before, is The Warrior Heart Practice. But, you know, again, there are many other books she has. There's also a circle. And I got to tell you this. The hardest lesson I've ever learned is when I thought I had to take the journey alone. Heather Ash and I both are saying you don't. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you thank you, Pat. thank you. And boy, both of us have been touched by Don Miguel. And I can tell you that more times than you can imagine. Uh, everybody, look, we're going to take a short break. Sue Storm is in the house. She'll be right with you. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.